Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital needs. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Business Success and Coffee podcast. Today, I'm joined by BG Tushar, as I've pronounced her name. And BG is a leadership development catalyst. And most important listeners, she has co-authored a book with Brian Tracy. Not a Brian Tracy, the Brian Tracy. And for those of you who are seeing this on the video, she's holding the book up right there. Uh, She has received many national and international awards, been a speaker at various forums like International Women's Parliament, featured in many magazines like Femina, uh, and aspiring to be in the Forbes list. She pursued another career at the age of 50 after working as a teacher and vice principal for over 27 years. And this is Listen is the reason that I was so keen to get her as a guest on this podcast because her dream is to inspire one billion plus people. And today, BG, hopefully we can add a few thousand people to that one billion. Welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much. It's indeed a privilege and an honor to be here with you, Simon. And likewise with you. And I've got to ask a question because obviously we'll talk about the coffee that you drink, etc. But when you messaged me yesterday, you you mentioned obviously the festival that you are in at the moment where you're located. And on the video here, we've got a beautiful uh, lantern light. Tell us a little bit about what that is about, the meaning and you know, why, why the light today? So it is a festival of lights. It is called Diwali. Yep. And it is celebrated in India. So today is the beginning of it. It's called as Dan Teras. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, it is like welcoming Ram back after he has defeated Ravana. So the celebrations are just beginning. So how long? I didn't realize it started today. So uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's such a a thing I think we need in the world today, isn't it? You know, no matter where we're located, you know, light is something that so many of us need in our lives uh, and, and in our environment at the moment. How long does this go on for? It goes on for a few more days till around 13, 12th is Diwali. And then okay. uh, we have we celebrate the entire week. So 13th to 16th, oh, wow. it just goes on. So it's not just a one-day event, it, it goes it's over a, three, a period of time. Four-day event. Ah, right. Fabulous, fabulous. And is there a, a, a special type of light, lantern? You know, um, do you choose them carefully? There are carefully? various kinds of lanterns. Yeah. There are various kinds of lanterns, diyas. So it's basically, you know, all sorts of lights. We even have LEDs. Okay. And, you know, the entire place is lighted up. It's beautiful, just like Christmas. Beautiful. Yeah, I should imagine. So Buntings and a lot of things. Yeah. It, it's such a shame. Uh, yeah. I, I know you mentioned LED lights. You know, I'm a big fan of candles and natural light. 
but sometimes health and safety regulations get in the way and a lot of things over here in the UK have to have battery lights or electric lights rather than naked lights that can cause fire. And it's such a shame because you don't get the same uh, glow, you don't get the same warmth, do you, off of it? Because yes. light isn't just about the light, it's about the the, the ambiance, it's about the heat it gives out. It's a, you know, It has so many different facets, doesn't it? True, very true. I mean, it's looking so beautiful out here. It's like, you know, a different glow altogether. And Correct. it's always very peaceful. Yeah. So uh, the big, the, you know, the different shades of the lamp really excites me a lot. And yeah. if you will see, my logo is also having the flames yeah. in it. Yeah. And, so... and it's like us as individuals, isn't it? You know, we are... We are one being, but we have so many different layers and so many different glows and different aspects to, to us as well, don't we? Just like a flame does. It's not just one thing, is it? And it varies according to the, the circumstances it's in as well. Uh, so, yeah, so thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure many people will have a better understanding of what it's all about now. Tell us a little bit about the the coffee that you normally drink in, in a normal workday, BG, if you could. I love the coffee which is made by me. It's espresso coffee. Okay. So it's like you take um, how strong you want, depending on that one or two spoons of coffee and a mm -hmm. little bit of water and you beat it till you see the foams rise and the color changes. So when I see that transformation, it gives me a high and I'm, I'm a very bubbly person. So I relate very well yep. to it. And then you put hot milk into it and it's yummy <laughs> perfect, perfect so that's the kind of coffee i love so when you say yeah when you say spoons of are we are we talking um a liquid based coffee uh, a granular coffee what what does the format come in to be able to put those couple of spoons the granular of coffee? Ones. granular the granular right. coffee yeah perfect great uh, you Best made me yeah, you made me remember, I can remember my grandmother many, many years ago uh, used to buy coffee in a bottle. And I always remember her, when you said it then, she always used to do the same. She would pour two spoons, two teaspoons, as we say over here, of coffee into a cup. And then she would do the same. She would mix it with a little bit of water and then produce the coffee from there. So, yeah, you took me back to my childhood then when you mentioned that. So... You mentioned in your bio that you pursued another career when you were uh, at the age of 50 after spending so much time in teaching and being vice principal. And you've got this dream to inspire a billion people. You've got the book, which I'm so jealous of. And I know you've you've had some time with Brian <laughs> Tracy, who is one of my hero authors. What's What's been the most significant thing you've been working on in your own business of recent times? So generally, when you have a startup, you have so many products and you're not clear about who's your target group, who's your niche market, what is the kind of service that you would want to give. So I was doing a number of things and then I realized, like, let me just connect to myself and see what is it best that I can do. And then I realized that right from my childhood, I was a leader. And I would always have a group of people with me. Yeah. Even as a child, the entire Mohalla, we say, it's like a community where we are staying. 
I would have the entire group of people come to me and, you know, expect me to do something different. It could be as crazy as climbing trees and, you know, developing some game or something like that. And then as I went and became an adult and a teacher, I used to create a lot of games, whether it was the, uh, you know, nature club or the interact club or the scouts and guides. And I loved to do something, you know, where learning was experiential. Mm. And through the activities, give them some kind of knowledge which they could use in their day-to-day life and relate to life as well. And then I realized that all that I did was, you know, lead somebody to their best version. And transformations gave me a kick. So whether it was a student who wasn't performing well and I would take them into sports, give them an achievement there and make them understand that now they are at a status where they have to really perform in the academics as well and see their grades go from 45% to 80%. So I just realized that let me just focus only on one aspect now. So I've got clarity in my business that leadership development is my forte. And, and you say uh, leadership development catalyst. So I can yes. see how you have been a leader for so long. Uh, but for many people, it's dormant, isn't it? It's, it's perhaps something they're not aware of or it's something that does need that spark to ignite it and get it started. What do you sure. see your role in being that catalyst? You know, you mentioned about the experiential games, but what... What does catalyst mean in how you describe yourself? So catalyst is something that does not react in the reaction, but helps the reaction to happen faster. Now here, when I talk about the reaction, it is about the transformation of an ordinary individual into a leader or into a leader who has a leadership traits, but does not know about it. So by merely being there and facilitating the process of change, I help the leaders to move from one level to the other. Okay. With my experience, yeah, with my experience, I am also able to identify people with leadership skills and then train them to build high performance teams. So these are the three things that I do by being a catalyst in an organization. Okay, I, I see. Golden question for you then. Um, and I see so many businesses make this mistake. And you mentioned there about identifying leaders. Yes. Very often people confuse leadership with management. And very often mm. people think that good managers make good leaders. And perhaps some people who are managers think they are leaders when actually they're only managing. Uh, what would you describe as the difference to those that perhaps are listening to this and they're wondering, well, I've got some great managers in business. Surely they're going to be great leaders. You know, what is the difference in your interpretation between a manager and a leader? See, a manager manages people process systems, but a leader transforms and creates more leaders under him. Hmm. His his function is not limited. His function is to reach out to that vision and enable his team to lead him. So a true leader is led. But a manager tries to 
have the final say in everything and ensures that everybody works as per his plan. Ah, so nice. a manager. That's the important yeah. thing, isn't it? You know, the manager is the one that ensures that everybody follows the plan of the leader and, and of them, yeah. Correct. So a manager uses his intelligence, whereas a leader uses the intelligence of his team. Yeah, great definition. Yeah, yeah. And I think what you've just said, Dave, is important for the listener to understand when they're looking for leadership people in their own business and perhaps even leadership in themselves, isn't it? You know, to understand that difference is very, very important. I've got to ask a question about Brian Tracy. I've got to ask a question about the book that you've got there on the shelf behind you. Tell us a little yeah. bit of the backstory of getting involved with Brian Tracy and co-authoring the book with him. Just give us a little bit of an insight into that, if you would. Yes. So uh, this book is called Secret of Wealthpreneurs. And I was coached by one of India's leading business coach. His name is uh, Mr. Um, Dr. Amit Parekh. And he came up with this concept of coming out with this book where I had an opportunity to co-author it. So there are, uh, my chapter is the ninth chapter and it is called Transformance to Performance. So um, it, it is about the importance of training in organizations. And it, it gave me an opportunity to pen down my experiences with various companies and share with the world what I could give in terms of helping organizations reach their targets. Perfect. So, so just, what, um, what was the experience like of being in that environment of Brian Tracy? So I've been a big Brian Tracy fan for, for a number of years. You know, Eat That Frog is one of the books that's my favorite. I recommend it to all my clients. Um, the Art of Closing Sales is another one of, of my favorites as, as well. What was it like being in that environment? Because it's such a different style, such a different perspective, isn't it? To look through the, the eyes of the people that, around Brian Tracy as well as him himself. Correct. So it was like, you know, when he was speaking and just here and my eyes are like this. I do not want to miss a single word of what he says. <laughs> yeah. And the amount of books that he has written, the wisdom that he has, the intelligence that he shares, and the way he shares really touched me. And yeah. there was this genuine need and that, you know, genuine uh, motivator within him, you know, where even if it was for a few minutes, he really wanted the best for me. And that made me feel so valued. Yeah. And I think you you even feel that when you're reading a very two dimensional book of his as well. You know, when you yeah. particularly I, I love the books, that, you know, I, I listen to audio books and when he narrates them himself, you, you likewise get that feeling that he is talking just to you and he wants the best yes. for you in that moment, don't yes. you? And that I think yes. that's quite unique about his books and his style, isn't it? True. Very true. So your, your dream is to inspire 1 billion plus people. How does yes. the book and how is that going? How does all that fit together? Ha. See, when I realized because my dream is to inspire 1 billion plus, actually it was 1 million. And hmm. then my student who was typing it changed the M into B. 
And he said, no, ma'am, it has to be a billion. Yeah. And I said, how am I going to reach one billion? And then it struck me and when I got the clarity that I need to be a leadership development catalyst, I, I said, yes, this is it. Even if one leader is empowered, the entire organization of 300, 500 or 1000 people can be empowered. Yeah. And that's how I can reach that one billion mark. When you inspire through people rather than directly, that's when the reach can be exponential and you you might never see the impact of the inspiration, BG, that you have on people because it's it's so through people rather than directly to people, isn't it? You know, is that something that you're trying to do from what you've just said? Yes. So when I go to organizations, I I help to improve the human connect there. And when people are connected with one another, it is like a ripple effect of transformation that happens. Yeah. And because of that, when an organization is empowered and when they pass on to their journey, this empowerment will go to their respective clients as well. So the culture of an organization percolates even to the clients. Yeah. yeah. And their supply so chain, of course, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Their supply chain is probably even huger than their clients as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Tell us a little bit about how it has been for you recently you know you you have made these changes in your business you've realized that target of leadership etc what difference has that made to have that focus how has that helped you and your business so it said that wherever your focus is there is where your energy flows so from the moment that I have decided that this is what I want to do, I have been getting leads. I have been having companies approach me for training programs. Mm -hmm. So the path is getting the path is getting cleared. Yep. The path is getting cleared and opportunities are coming in. People are coming in and it's like the law of attraction where I have sent the message clearly to the universe. This is what I want to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's how people are connecting to me. I always find it interesting that you know I've been with somebody this morning uh, who has complained about the yeah just the light there yeah that's the problem with naked flames isn't it you have to have the risk of the fire but the person I was with this morning uh, complained a little bit that they're not getting the right kind of clients they're not working with the right kind of people and I said but what yeah. have you actually put out there you know, how clear have you been in who you want to work with because you get who you ask for but most importantly yes. if you don't ask you get anybody and nobody wants to work with anybody do we you know that's that's the issue because you get a real mix of good people but also some bad people in there as well don't you so completely agree with that um and what what kind of difference has made that made to you personally yeah, has, has it has it made a difference to the balance? Yeah, what kind of enjoyment do you get from the different types of people you work with? I am so happy and touched to be meeting such lovely people. So uh, whenever I ask in the BNI meets that I go for, what is my mm -hmm. ask? I would say connect to me to business owners and company heads who are passionate about transforming their people. 
And I get connected to such high intellectuals, entrepreneurs who have such creative ideas and their targets sometimes scare me. It's like okay. thousand crores, two thousand crores. And I say, yes, this is the kind of people I want to work with. Yeah. And it gives it helps me to set my bars high. So I have to redesign, I have to reinvent my modules, I have to change my modules, I have to change my activities. So it's a constant thrill of innovation and creating something new every moment. Yeah. And then when you see those transformations happen in front of your eyes, it's like, ooh, this is what I'm living for. Like, yeah. I have, I, can I share an example Please, here? Please, yeah, sure. I had this guy who was extremely an angry person you know forever angry and his boss was trained by me and therefore he believed in my work so this angry man was on the verge of giving his resignation in the company mm -hmm. and the boss was a very compassionate leader he said he's been here for 13 years i want him in the organization which you do whatever you can but i want this guy here yeah. So then uh, we did a professional development training program for him. And, uh, you know, in the end, we had such a great bonding where in the first session, he told me, Madam, I have seen many people like you. They have come and I have still remained the same. They have all gone away. I said, don't worry, I've got your back and I will ensure that you will be your best. Yeah. Today, he and me, we are get very good friends and he calls me his sister. I was the first person whom he informed when he took his dream house. Wow. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a privilege, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so phenomenal. So uh, what's happening because of my clarity is I am getting connected to so many beautiful souls. And I am a part of their lives as well and their dreams. Yeah. I suppose for some people listening to this, you know, who are like us service providers, we build relationships, we build connections uh, and we get those fantastic experiences. And it really is an honor to serve people like that, isn't it? And it's what lights both of us up, uh, as we can see there. For some of the listeners to this, when it's more of a transactional process where you're selling a product uh, and something that's more tangible, I think some people struggle to see the connection to the customer because it's it's too much of a transactional base. Yes. So, they, so they don't get to see the difference it makes. But I don't think, I don't know what your thoughts on this, but I don't believe that anybody listening to this should say, well, that's great for you as a coach or as a consultant as a service provider, but I sell widgets, I sell, you know, kitchen units, or I sell lamps. Yeah, I can't have that kind of transformation because I believe they can. And I believe they can seek out the that connection that you had with that person, even though they're only, you know, you, you can always make somebody smile, can't you, in a transaction. What are your thoughts on how you can influence people perhaps where that connection isn't quite so strong? Connection is very important and these, these are the things that make you feel human. These are mm -hmm. the things that make you feel that life is worth living. Yeah. We do not know whom we have connected to at what point of time and what difference we have made in their lives. But 
just imagine if you meet them the next time they might be of some help to you they might you know just just be there for you and you know that that relationship is what brings you the money let me be very clear about it yeah. businesses are based on relationships and if you build relationships money is a by product yeah yeah completely agree and uh, yeah totally i think anybody can build a relationship through any transaction whether service or product absolutely and if you if anybody's listening to this think about something you've purchased recently where it was so special very rarely it was the product usually it was the relationship it was the service that you received that you are finding special isn't it yeah so 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 important so simon sir, i i really feel like you know being introduced to bni was a miracle and i am so happy when we buy services there are such beautiful people we build relationships yeah. and then when we buy services from them you know the service that they give us is amazing i have had uh, somebody from whom i brought a laptop and uh, he was he and me we have become like friends now yeah it's just a laptop but you know the kind of um, what do you say the bonding that we have is you know he had he invited me to his house for a social function and it was so beautiful so beautiful yeah so he need not have done that yeah but because he believed in the relationship and then we make business then we have relationship then we make business and it's such a beautiful journey and at the end of the day, it's just a laptop. The laptop does the same as any other laptop. You could have bought the same laptop from any other provider, but you're absolutely right. Okay. The relationship is, is so key. So if people want to find out more about you, uh, BG, and connect with you, where, where can people go? Uh, where's the best place for the listeners to reach out to you? So I am present at all uh, social media. And if you just type B-I-J-I-T-U-S-H-R on Google, you may get at least 36 pages. Okay. And you can go through that and get all my social media handles, whether it is on Instagram, Facebook, or on my website. And I do have a YouTube channel, which is also by my name, uh, Biji Tushar. And my website is www.managementme.com. So it's all about managing yourself. So whenever you think about managing yourself, just go to www.managementme.com. Perfect. And we'll make sure those those links are in the show notes. And uh, I know Anna will do a great job and we'll make sure the link to the YouTube channel uh, is, is in there as well. That's really, really important. So if you were to give the, the listeners something that they can take away, some, a lesson they can learn, a tip that you would like to share, something that they can implement within the next uh, few days or next week or so. What would you like to share with the listener today? I would love to tell them that the only thing that stops you from achieving your dream is fear. Identify that fear and be ready to scare that fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real. So what is it in your business because of which you're not able to reach your target? What is that fear? Is it the fear of losing money? Check out on your abundance blocks. Check out on your money blocks. Is it the fear of losing, not being a proper team? 
start trusting people. Mm. What you want, start giving that and become the kind of person who, who, who is a replica of his or her dream. So if your dream is to make 500 crores, you have to have that energy level of 500 crores. So you need to make yourself that identity because you do not get what you want. You get who you are. So be that whom you want to get. So work on yourself. If you work on yourself, you will be able to achieve whatever you desire because everything is in your head, my dear friend. Yeah. It is and in here. There is no reality outside. No. And you gave us a very, very important acronym of fear. So just give us the acronym of fear again. Fuel, what was it? False evidence appearing real. There you go. So false evidence appearing real. Fear. It's I just think, appearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. And that's that's my takeaway from, from this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. False evidence. Love that. So thank you for, for being a guest. I'm going to ask you the, the final question now. If you're going to have your next uh, beautifully made coffee, as you've described, in a dream location, uh, and I'm going to ask you who would be your uh, hero in business that you would be having the coffee with, but it can't be Brian Tracy, okay? Uh, because you've been yeah. there, done that. Uh, so if you're gonna have your next coffee, where would it be and who would be your hero in business? It can be an author, it can be a mentor. Uh, who would that hero be? It would be on the seat of Mind Valley, okay. Vishen Lakhani. So he would be interviewing me and I would be giving my interview to Vishen Lakhani from Mind Valley. He is my role model as far as business is concerned. And I aspire my business to be modeled according to the way he conducts his business. Perfect. I'm a great fan of Vishen Lakhani. Yeah. And the valley that you're talking about, just explain to us that might not recognize that where that is. And why? Mind, Mind Valley is the world's best um, personal development company. Okay. And they conduct this awesomeness fest at beautiful locations. And okay. he has a model in which he brings trainers from all over the world and shares their expertise through the various courses that they have developed for the entire world. And he also has a Mind Valley community okay. and then university where there are a lot of, lot of self-development courses that is given free of cost. Right. Okay. Perfect. Sounds idyllic. Sounds idyllic. That would be great. And, and this workplace is so beautiful. They understand human value. And I had an opportunity of interviewing Ali Vaxen, who's a PR head, when I had gone to US and attended the Mind Valley seminar. And she told me a term which I need to say here and which I really Please. follow up in various organizations. It is called as the concept of co-elevation. So let us all together co-elevate each other and grow forward and help one another to reach their dreams. That's why my tagline is, I win when you win. Yeah. And I think if every single person listening to this bought into that, 
what a different world it would be. And I think actually we would probably help you reach your one billion, wouldn't we? Just by doing that and shedding that light out there in that way. Yes. So yeah, thank you for yes. ending it in that way. Um, just before I wrap it up then and thank you, just give us the, the website address again and just spell your name out for those that might be searching for you on the internet as well and trying to get obviously get a copy of the book. Sure. I am Biji, B-I-J-I, Tushar, T-U-S-H-A-R. And my website is www.managementme.com. And the title of the book that you co-authored? It's called The Secret of Wealth Trainers. Yep. And it is listed on um, Amazon. And uh, I will soon be getting the link of this. Perfect. Great. And the chapter in particular we should be looking at that I can see you've put a piece of paper in there. Chapter yes. nine, I think you said it was, was it? It's called chapter. Yeah, nine is the, I'm so happy to have got nine. It's called Transformance for Performance. There you go. So, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just a minute. I have a small quote by Brian Tracy, who's no, it's it's not here. I would just write like to read the last part here, please. Yeah, which I have mentioned. Leadership is not defined by the exercise of power, but by the capacity to increase the sense of power among those who lead. The most essential work of a leader is to create more leaders by Mary Parker Follett. Perfect. What a great way to end it. Now, thank you for being a great guest. You've been amazing. I need to ask one final question because I can see you've had somebody there who's been helping you, perhaps somebody who's been taking some uh, you know, some input into this and adjusting your, your light there as well you know, and keeping us all safe from fire. Do you want to just give them a quick shout out as well? Because I'd love to say thank you for them for being part of this podcast as well. I, I want him. He's my student, Avis. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and there you have, you, you've had the fame of being on today's podcast. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was a privilege and an honor to be here. May God bless you with bountiful health, peace and prosperity. And listeners, all you need to do now from this podcast is do us the the re return honour of letting us know what you thought of this podcast. Leave us a review. Let us know what you've done with what you've learned uh, and how you can be a light. Let us know that you've shone the, the light of leadership and development and that experiential learning to other people. So we can make sure that we help BG inspire 1 billion people. That's where this podcast is going next. Help us do that. And as always, subscribe and get, get to know when the next podcast is going to be released. And I will see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.